pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. This program is brought to you by Resonance 104.4 FM. If you like what you hear and want to support our work, please make a donation at fundraiser.resonance.fm. Good evening and welcome to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. My name is Steve Curran. Hello, I am Simon Byron. And I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we are a radio show about video games. How are you both? Very good, thank you. Very well indeed. Anne's providing some sound effects right now. She was, she just unzipped a backpack. She did it quite aggressively into the mic. Sorry to spoil that for you, reader, (laughs) listeners. Readers, uh, yeah, all, all, all well, very warm. Uh, this oh, it's very warm. This chair's a little low down, but I, oh, now all good. I left the door open deliberately so we could air the studio out a bit. Okay, not that um, the previous show smells bad. No, no, it's just, they're just bodies. They're just bodies. It's no one's fault. No one's fault but ours for agreeing to do a radio show twelve years ago, which we did, and we're still here. I mean, we've left in between. I think we have. <laughs> on and off, this we're here, This is a protest. We? We've been here for 12 years. Still, when was the last time we did a show twice in a row with all three of us? Uh, 12 years 12 ago. Years. <laughs> a long, long time ago, isn't it? A long, long time good, ago. Good, good, good to be back. I think we're into the swing of it now. Yes. Are we? Yes. You are very short on that chair. I know. I am happily looking down on you. There you go. Enjoy the view. Um, have you had a good week, Steve? I have had a... Very, very busy week. It was Marioki on Friday. We'll probably talk about that later probably. in the, the show. In fact, I'm not sure I've played any video games this week. Ooh. But that's okay, because it's E3 week, isn't it? And so we'll have loads of news. Sure. Loads of news. All, All the news. news. Sure. The news is happening now. It's it is. Happening Square right Enix now. Has just stood up and said, what told everybody what the doing? news is. Mm. While we've been on well, air. I'm excited to find out. Sony will be doing news later. Will they? While we're on air? No, uh, no. very, very late. We could do a preview so, of it. Yeah, sure, they've given us the nod. Say, yeah. Interested. Interesting. Um, yes, exciting time. It's the happiest time of the year. Why? E3. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, games, 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 more games. Too many games, nearly. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to the, what you have selected as your E3 picks for the news section. I think you're going to enjoy my E3 news. I think you're going to enjoy it. What is that sound effect? He's got his car keys out. <laughs> Are you off? So excited to get you. Just got to get home for the Sony conference already. Yeah. No, I'm having a viewing party. It's it's just a bit of. Well, I'm glad you've drawn attention to it because it's a little bit of. It's technical insurance because I've burnt the uh, the CDs mm-hmm. for the jingles as we've done every week for the last twelve burned. years. Burned. Uh, burnt. Is it? Yeah, I think burned is where you burn a CD, but burnt is where you would set a light. Well. That's the thing. <laughs> Looking at the CD. What have you done? <laughs> looks a bit. So I've got my USB out to yeah, put the jingles that. on the Mac. So if it all goes wrong in the, the next few seconds. Mac. The jingles on the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Jingles Look on at the Mac. Us. 12 <laughs> years ago, you wouldn't have even. You wouldn't. Uh, now we're confident enough to let you see behind the curtain. <laughs> the jingles on the Mac. <laughs> jingles on the Mac. Why don't Good. you introduce the uh, guests while I, will I put do. the jingles on the map? It's not just two guests uh, in two weeks as well. It's going my okay, goodness. isn't it? We haven't got anybody for next week. Uh, well, we don't need one right now. No, we don't. No, let's concentrate on here and now. Uh, it's Holly Gramazio. Hello. 
Hello. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. I can't you. believe you've not been on the show before. You were so confident Holly had been on the show, you didn't send her the, sh- the, the guest instructions. instructions. So she's going to come on here, she's going to bang the desk, she's going to swear, and she's going to give a game six or eight out of ten, <laughs> I'd imagine. Uh, welcome. Welcome. It's nice to have you on the show finally. Yes, thank you for having me. Uh, what are you here to talk about? I'm here to talk about Art Deck, which is not technically a video game. Okay. That's fine, isn't it? As long as people, I mean, yeah, it's a game, play, right, and game. like there's a, a video of it that exists. Right, there you Perfect. go. Perfect, a, vi- a video of a game. Yeah, and you're here. Yeah, and we needed a guest. Yeah, so uh, it's working out for everybody. Good. Well, I'm looking forward to finding out a bit more about that later on. But actually, I'm really genuinely looking forward to this bit now more than ever. <laughs> yeah, actually, me too. Me too. Can't <laughs> it's, wait. It's Anne's news. It's 7.04 on Monday the 11th of June. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. E3 is happening right now and frankly, it's all a bit overwhelming. Stuff has happened. People have announced things. People are continuing to announce things. What are these stuff and things? Good question. Let's go to our E3 correspondents, Simon and Steve. What? That's it, is it? Yep. What have you been doing over the past couple of days? <laughs> is that is that all of the news? Do you have any more news? I've got four other newses that are nothing to do with E3. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. Right. I thought you were going to make us fill just talking about E3 on no. all the stuff. No! Uh, I've got four... Other stuff happens outside you're of E3. You're a pro. E3. I'm a pro. Good. But Good. I'm going to throw to you, experts, who've had a little more so time. So, I... Um, uh, most of... I think the easiest way of finding out what's going on on E3 is just to watch your Twitter timeline, right? But I quite aggressively don't follow people who tweet about video games, so I've only seen the things that have leaked into non-video game Twitter. What are they then? Lots of people have been going on about something called Cyberpunk. Okay. Is it 2077? You tell us, Steve. I don't know. Okay. I'm guessing. I, I can confirm that it is Cyberpunk 2077. There we go. Okay. There we go. Isn't that other game 2076? Fallout 76. 76. I, is it not 2076? No, no. So it could be any something. Okay. Yeah, 30. 40. Well, people have been admiring that game okay. um, and saying that it is pretty right. and good, but I have no idea what it is. Okay. So can you tell me? Uh, it's from um, the Witcher team, isn't it? It's right. Next, uh, so presumably, it will, mm. rather than having a naked man in a bath, it will be a naked <laughs> man in a laser shower or something like that. I was I was adding your Witcher song to the Mariaki oh, yeah. database today, just giving yeah. it a refresh. Fine. Very, very funny joke. Thanks very much. It's based on what song? Uh, Venus. <laughs> by oh, no. <laughs> Oh no! So do we? Uh, so what do we know about the game then? Uh, it's a huge open world RPG in the style of The Witcher, but in the, also in the style of Blade Runner. Okay, okay, right, okay. So that's, that's one. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I saw that people were going on about my least favourite game, Kingdom Hearts. Okay, that's back. Yes. Yeah, there's another Kingdom Hearts. Yep, isn't there? I made a cup of tea with that. Sora. Well, I think that game is terrible, and I've never played it, no, and I never will. No interest in it. And that. it's terrible. Yep. Uh, but I saw a trailer for it, which seemed... I basically just hate-watched. I watched because I wanted to get annoyed it's by got, it. The, it had the woman the from Frozen, Frozen in exactly. it. Going, oh, oh, I just oh, don't... Mate, and I've I always wanted to know what, what she'd say to Cloud Strife, <laughs> haven't you? <laughs> what yeah. is Kingdom Hearts? Oh, God, it's, it's the Disney worst. Disney meets Square characters. So every, yeah. dis- okay. every stupid RPG just all mashed up together. So pretend you, to like it. Yeah, exactly. I had a housemate once who was very into um, one of the earlier versions, and it was the most boring game that he ever played oh, in the corner of the room, which is impressive because he would, for example, also invite people over and then just go and play Magic the Gathering online in a corner while his guests were there, and the rest <laughs> of us tried to entertain them. So that is the sort of person who likes Kingdom Hearts. Mm. Oh, do note he's no longer Holly's housemate. Mm. Okay, there's a lesson for you there if you want to live with Holly. Don't. Don't play Magic the Gathering okay. in the corner. I, I found out about that game uh, via Facebook. Yeah. It was, it was Facebooked excitedly by a friend of the show, Ed Fear. I he love loves, him. He loves that game. Good. Well, I love him, so now so, I'm confused. Okay. Don't need to be. What else? Oh, is that it? Uh, let me think. I saw... Oh, Forza 4. No. Is that a thing? Forza. Actually, Forza. how you pronounce it. <laughs> I was like, what is Force of Four? No, Force that Force. sounds great. Yep. Uh, was there a new Tomb Raider? Uh, we've known about the new Tomb Raider for a while. Okay. So seen, seen Ooh, footage, I, I know what happened. Go on. Microsoft 
bought Handsome to Meme. He did. Microsoft bought them. It was really funny during the Microsoft uh, E3 press briefing yesterday, where as part of it, Phil Spencer comes out, and uh, he seems like a nice chap, actually. I've met him once in real life. I had a drink. Mm-hmm. I had a drink next to him. I was going to say I had a drink with him, but he was, <laughs> I was drinking he was there. He's, uh, he's much smaller in real life. Um, yeah, so they're showing all the games. They're talking about loads of other sort of good stuff. And then he comes out and he goes, well, you know, and I'd like to welcome, I'd just like to announce, as they showed Forza 4, yeah. and they said, oh, by the way, we've bought Playground. Okay. And they're like, cool. They go, that's not enough, right? The people that make uh, We Happy View bought them. Uh, the people that make uh, Devil May Cry bought them. Um, and then there were a couple of others. And so we said, yes, yeah, so we've, we've uh, we bought five companies. And like everyone's going, yeah! Like, buy more! Don't stop until there's no one left for you. Like, it was like, yes, you bought more. Come. It was a really weird thing to cheer. Have they buy us? more. Have they bought us yet? Oh, no, it must be just getting on. Yeah. You know, what are we? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. We'll get down. Okay, we must. We must buy that. So yeah, they bought them. So this is good, and, and congratulations to all of our friends at Ninja Theory, and I hope everyone's happy. Although, often doesn't go brilliantly, does it, when uh, studios are acquired? I'm so sure this a, time it'll be fine. I'm, I'm certain it'll be amazing, but it still seems a bit of a weird thing to whoop at. If you love, uh, you know, if you buy them. Love... <laughs> okay, good. Uh, I think that might be all I know. Okay. Has the Nintendo conference happened yet? Tomorrow, five o'clock. Okay. Very, 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 very excited. About Do we that. think it's going to happen? The, the thing that I want to happen. Well, Fortnite being released on Switch tomorrow <laughs> at five o'clock. <laughs> F zero. Oh, uh, no. Um, mm. be, um, be Star Fox, Star Fox Racing. That's what someone said. Why would they do that? Just, What's, just, just annoy you. <laughs> They're like, oh, we could do uh, F-Zero, could do Star Fox Racing, which oh, would still get really annoyed if we do that. It's, uh, that is what they say in their meeting. They do, yeah. <laughs> they, listen, they listen and they're like, yeah, it'll really rile yeah. him. So rumour has it that uh, Fortnite will be released tomorrow. On Switch? On Switch, which is very exciting. Even, even I'm excited. My son... What's at me earlier? Because <laughs> 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 I, uh, I, I dropped some little texts and I said, uh, I said, yeah, I think it's happening. I think it's happening tomorrow. And he just went, OMG, 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 and then called me. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah. I am quite excited. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh, that's five o'clock tomorrow. So uh, first press conference was uh, EA. Okay. Okay. Um, they showed Anthem. There'll be no, no, no love story in Anthem. Okay, is what they were, uh, no loot boxes. They've come out and said, actually, look, guys, all of our games now, none of them have loot boxes in. Right. Right, okay. Uh, FIFA is happening. It's got the Champions League. So they're just taking other bits back off Konami. Right. You know, you, I had, see. you know, we left you with the Champions League. <laughs> we're going to have that back now. Uh, FIFA 19 coming to Switch. Not Frostbite, though, and So we're a bit oh, disappointed by that. Oh, yes. Um, they also announced that uh, their EA Play subscription service, £20 a year to play uh, catalogue uh, Xbox or PC games. Okay. That's what they currently do. EA Access, I think it's called. You can be able to play. You can be able, if you want. You're able to give them more money, ninety pounds a year, to play all of their games, even the new releases. In fact, slightly Sorry, earlier. Sorry, ninety pound a year. So twenty quid a. So at a, the moment, it's twenty pounds to play catalogue. Twenty stuff. quid a year. Yes. Uh, so now, what they're offering a new level VIP. Uh, we're going to be able to play their. That seems pretty good. I don't mean the ninety quid one. The, the twenty quid one yeah, seems yeah. pretty good. It's been going for ages. You should get on it. I don't. The night one is quite good as well, exactly. though, not it? Exactly, if you're going to buy one and a half games... I'm not. Right? Uh, it's been a long <laughs> Why time would you buy half there. a game, Simon? Trent, that's weird. Uh, then uh, then uh, E3, uh, sorry, E3, Microsoft, which is pretty good. They showed 50 games. And they bought those. loads of stuff. Bought you! <laughs> <laughs> I like that, I'll buy it. Uh, they did that. And then after that, I was asleep for this. Uh, Bethesda, why did Bethesda get to have a press briefing? Did because it's enough? just Skyrim. It's Skyrim Fallout... Um, uh, Wolfenstein uh, Prey and Dishonored that's right. it right people really care about all of that every game, year it's so. the same yeah, um, they, yeah. they did a joke though they put Skyrim on Amazon Alexa <laughs> uh, anyway did, yeah so that happened um, and then this evening was Square Enix yeah I mean what are you going to say Kingdom Hearts yeah I don't know. Uh, tonight, PlayStation. Really, really late. I'm not staying up for that. Mate. Right. Okay. Do we do we expect? Do we think anything's going to happen? Yeah. They're going to buy people. Well, I don't know. They're going to. Have, I'd imagine they're very quickly, quickly. <laughs> go through the, quickly. the video games <laughs> phone book today <laughs> trying to buy people. Uh, and then nin, nin, uh, Nintendo doing their E3 direct tomorrow at five o'clock. Five o'clock our time. Our time. Uh, so I saw on Twitter on the way here about the square one. Oh, uh, what news? Apparently it was news very. Just in. It was very short. Well, what are they going to say? Very very short. But they announced I think two new games. One of them's called The Quiet Man, and the other one I can't remember because I was just scrolling really quick. <laughs> <laughs> OK. 
Okay. Really quick. Right, good. Uh, Holly, is anything uh, piqued your interest from E3? I do really like how keen they all are on on describing the magnitude of things. Like characters are twice as powerful as they were <laughs> in previous games. And I, 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 is that a good thing? Doesn't that mean the games will be boringly easy? Right. No, it doesn't, because presumably the enemies will also be twice as powerful. <laughs> oh, wow. Is that meaningfully different? Have they just like doubled the numbers, but it's all the same? I don't know. But okay. twice as this, right? Good. And like four times. I think the. F- Fallout game it is going is. to be four times the size of Fallout Four of previous Fallout, yeah. and because I, I, I definitely played them and good? thought, God, this, this, this is big enough. Right? Yeah. I was <laughs> trying to think of a single thing I own that I would want to be four times the size that it is, and bed. Really? She's got you there. Yeah. You'd yeah. have to clamber a lot. And where would you get the sheets? Mm, true. Right, that's true. I take it back. Nothing should be four times bigger. <laughs> well, bath maybe. That's just a swimming pool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and? (laughs) Valve has updated its content policy, saying it will now allow anything on Steam so long as it isn't illegal or straight-up trolling. This move follows criticism of Valve for allowing a school shooter sim on its platform. Eric Johnson from Valve has explained that instead of policing games on its platform, it will focus on making tools to give people more control over what they see. So don't expect to see games coming off Steam anytime soon just because you don't like them, Snowflake. Hmm. What do you think about this, Anne? Um, it just seems annoying because it. On one hand, I understand what they're saying. It's not up to us. People make games. We're just a platform to sell them. But on the other hand, yeah, but you're a platform, and maybe you should have a little bit of backbone about mm. it, and I- not let people uh, play games that are harmful and bad i i think that there is i read the statement Mm -hmm. and uh initially i was like you know this all seems very reasonable and they're adopting a sort of you know it's not for us to police Mm. this stuff uh attitude but it is for them to profit from it they are taking 30% or whatever it is from every game that's sold on them and it's obviously in their interest to have as many games on there that appeal to as a wider range of people as possible. And I do think platform holders have a responsibility for the material that is placed on that platform, for enabling the dissemination of that information. If we regard Steam as a platform, or if we regard games as a platform for information, uh, which we do, they're, they're just a vessel, then we have to treat Steam... Then Steam has the same responsibility as Facebook, Mm. I think. Mm. So I think that they do have a responsibility and I'm not sure that they are um, they're acting on this in the way that they should be I understand what they're saying about you know better tool and they're saying I think actually they said they won't be bringing this in until they have created the correct tools which will allow people to Mm. stop them seeing things that are bad or that they don't like but is that good enough these days not seeing stuff well no because Mm. The kinds of people that want to look for those kinds of games will find them regardless. Maybe they just don't have to be on your platform. I, I guess that's what worries me, is that I don't just want to be blind to this stuff. I don't want to, oh God, this is annoying me, so it's out there. I I don't believe that these things should be distributed or people should necessarily have access to them. Also, possibly this is, this is a tricksy thing where actually people don't have very good judgment it turns out. Uh, People, specifically children, I don't really understand Steam's policy on children using its platform. Do you know, Simon? You've got... I've got kids and Steam. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't know, actually. I don't know what the minimum age is. I would imagine it's 13. I would imagine. I don't know for Mm. sure. But at 13, do you feel like you were able to go... Shouldn't play that game. I know it's not very good. Oh, when I was good. 13, you didn't have computers, though, did you? So, I mean, I, yeah, I didn't. So, so the, the flip side of this is that I've seen... Uh, I was going to say read. I didn't read, but I did see the headline of good. A, an article and, and the sort of uh, strapline at the top of an article which was about how a lot of indies are struggling because um, there are some, you know, indies who put sexual content in the games because they're used, uh, they're interested in using video games to explore those themes, and they get uh, taken off Steam mm. because of that, and that really, really hurts them. 
the line of what I think is acceptable for being on Steam, I think is completely correct. But of course I do. And it's not the same as everyone else. So it is a super, super complex issue. I do have sympathy for Valve and the humans there. But I also, you know, return to my original point that this stuff is is hurting people and hurting society, I think. And by this stuff... I don't know what I mean. (laughs) One of the things they did say uh, in the statement, though, was this isn't uh, up until this point. This isn't isn't something that they've automated Mm. um, these decisions. It is humans making these decisions. And just then you sort of just have to go, oh, well, I guess that one's bad. Uh, Well, I guess that one's okay, And obviously they have so much content on on there. It's a huge, huge job. But in that case, the, did you this? So the thing that really uh, that happened on top of this this week is they banned three more games. There were three mm. things that happened after this, and I think one of them was called Asset Flipping Simulator, which was you know considered trolling or something. But there were a couple of others which sounded outrageous, which you know in light of that they had been approved, right? And so mm. had this school shooting thing. So what I would like to know is, what are they kind of doing about that approval process? Because clearly something's gone wrong. Someone has ticked that box. Mm. Why have they ticked that box? Are they, you know, do they, does someone at Valve must think that's okay to be on the platform. So what are they doing to address these imbalances within? I don't think saying this is trolling is enough. It's not clear enough. Um, Apple say you're not allowed any sexual content in your games. And I think that that is wrong, but it is clear, at mm. least. That's why you're Android, isn't it? Yeah, completely. <laughs> <laughs> Indiegogo is calling in the deck collectors on retro computers over the missing Sinclair ZX Spectrum Vega Plus. The console was due out in summer 2016, but the 4,700 backers who gave over half a million pounds haven't seen anything. Before taking this action, Indiegogo asked Retro Computers to send a final production unit a couple of weeks ago to prove its existence, refund any backers who no longer wanted the console, and give contact details for a rep at Sky who owns some of the IP involved. Mm, interesting. Have you heard anything about this, Simon? Oh, I've kept an eye on it. Um, did you back it? I didn't. No, I've never backed anything on Indiegogo for this very reason. I mean, I know that Kickstarter is a lottery anyway, but um, Indiegogo seems... Uh, that they still collect the money even because because you don't have to go past a, a specific target you'll, you'll you'll get whatever money you raise yeah. um, and I've always been wary of that I have come very close to uh, backing uh, very small Windows 10 PCs and stuff like that I don't know why I want one <laughs> yeah, so, uh, anyway, it'll become clear when you've got it <laughs> Uh, but I, I saw, yeah, it was clear that there was something not right with this campaign. And I saw um, a lot of uh, the Twitters um, essentially knowing this and antagonizing the creators. And they made it worse for themselves by mocking up photos and then getting other people to say that they'd played it and it was definitely <laughs> coming and all this sort of stuff. And yeah, I don't know. You've got to have sympathy with the people that parted with their money. But I do think, you know, just, just because they're on the internet doesn't mean that they are legitimate or they know how to manufacture this stuff. And. Hey, who knows? In a few, in a year or so's time, maybe we'll be talking about the same thing with regards to the Intellivision console. I mean, I don't know. The, the whole, it's, it, it is weird because um, the C64 Mini was that Kickstarter or Indiegogo? I don't remember. It was one of those actually, okay. and I got one, but I bought it. I bought it from Argos when it was available. I do, I, I do think, you know, as I'm sure that we'll talk about later, Kickstarter or Indiegogo can be a brilliant um, way to test the market. Um, you know, are there fools who will part with their money in this case? Um, but uh, yeah, um, I, it just seems like a terribly, terribly messy, awful business. I'm sorry for everybody that's lost their money. Um, you know, I did look at it initially and think, oh, that looks good. But then I was like, well, why do you want a small LCD spectrum? <laughs> <laughs> so you bought a C64 Mini. I did. I've not even turned it on. <laughs> no, I've not turned it on. It's a lovely thing, though. It's lovely. It's like when you shrink the um, packets of crisps. And, uh, it doesn't have a working keyboard, though, sadly. But it's, uh, it's a cute little thing. It's good to have in that in the house. You cancelled your SNES Mini order, I did, didn't you? Yeah, didn't end, you? Yeah. Is that I used the one you did on the show? Times. Yeah, it's the one that he, it was very clever, <laughs> like, he got really excited about. I did too, because he was, and then he slyly cancelled yeah. his order. Unbelievable. Uh, but then, you know, I would, I would buy a Mini Amiga and I would buy a Mini N64. Would you? Yes. Or would you pre-order it at the start of a show? No, then? I would buy, well, the reason why I buy a Mini N64 is that, um, 
uh, that's uh, the upper limit of what uh, these cheap retro pie type things can um, realistically emulate. In fact, they right. emulate them very badly. Okay. Uh, and if there's an official solution where it runs lovely, Wave Race, imagine that. Martin in all its 640, glory. Yeah. Uh, then I'm in. But yeah, this. But going back to this, I think there have been a couple of Spectrum machines. Uh, there was the... The Vega, which I do have, I was I was given I bought it as a birthday present. Um, but yeah, the portable one. I, yeah, don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for everybody involved, really. JJ Abrams Production Company has now got a games division. Bad Robot is the producer of things like Star Wars: The Force Awakens, Lost Cloverfield, and Westworld. The new division was formed in partnership with Tencent, with Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment as a minor investor. Bad Robot is currently co-developing Spy Jinx with Epic Games and Chair. The division has been called Bad Robot Games, which must be a sign of the creative approach we should expect from the team. Bad Robot Games. You could have Rise of the Robots, couldn't you? That was a bad robot game, wasn't it? <laughs> the bad robot games are there. Mm. Wait, isn't um, isn't Rossnell's studio called Big Robot? It is, yeah. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Uh, so I've not been excited about Jabrams for a while. Did no? you see the new Cloverfield? The newish Cloverfield. I turned it off. It was yeah. V-Bad. Yeah. Mm. Off, I said. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, oh, good, good for him. Uh, I'm uh, uh, interested to see uh, what, what, what he gets up to. Uh, I liked in his statement, he said, oh, love love games, love he them. Did, didn't he? Also, really, I'm very envious of the tools that developers get to work with want some of that. <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. <laughs> it's the word tools. I'm right. Sorry. It's funny, though. Uh, when's, this, uh, when's this first game coming out, then? don't know. Right, good. <laughs> so you read that information and that was all you like okay I know I know, you know everything I there's everything know. exactly yeah. uh, I can also tell you that they're doubling down uh, their commitment to the space with a unique co-development approach to game making that allows them to focus on what they do best good can't give you any dates though and finally some things have the funniest origin stories and what is funnier than the funniest day of the year April Fool's Day where fools laugh at other fools probably new Battle Royale totally accurate Battlegrounds currently 18th most popular game on Steam started as an April Fool's joke made by developer Landfill as well as doing all the normal Battle Royale things it also treats human bodies like rubber with limbs wobbling around people moving at shocking speeds and impressive weapon recoil if only people treated other days of note as similar creative touch points developer who? Land full? That's it. That's there we go. What did I say? Phil. Oh. Which is it's very <laughs> it's, it's a Phil from Landfall. So you're getting confused. Oh dear. We're good friends with Landfall. Good. They've sponsored Mariochi songs in the past. Uh oh, and, yeah. did they do Cluster, Cluster Track? Track. Mm. So they uh uh said that in the first year that they so they've done uh, April Fool's making games for a few years the first year they made Super Truck which was a mix between Super Hot and Cluster Truck and then Tabs which was a mix between another of its games called Totally Accurate Battle Simulator and Daisy. Right, yes, and this year I uh, I had a look at this Yeah, it looked good, didn't it? Yeah, it did look good and at the time I looked at it they were having server problems so all the reviews were like I got this for free and exactly. I wouldn't even play it, yeah. thumbs down! Uh, um, but presumably, if it's 18th, it say? Yeah. That's pretty good. And they said they said previously they wouldn't do any more updates or anything, but now they're saying, we are going to fix the servers. We're going to make <laughs> them better. We'll do that. Good. Well, they are nice guys, and I hope it uh, succeeds. Is it basically the same as... Does it play out the same as PUBG? Is it the same sort of running around shooting Let's Fortnite yes. stuff? Yeah. Have yeah. we had any Battleground, uh, you know, 100 to 1 games that aren't shooty-shooty yet? How else would you get rid of someone? Strangling. <laughs> it's not a bad idea, Anne. No. Twist on the genre. <laughs> Thanks, Anne. One life left video game news with Anne Scamford-Berry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is One Life Left favourite clam. It's called The Door Into the Summer. Uh, it's from chipmusic.org, where a lot of our brilliant chip music is from. Are you playing it off your USB stick? It is on, uh, um, on the Mac. You're giving away a lot of information via this. So uh, your USB stick is hanging, swinging in front of uh, mm, me and Anne. It is. We've got uh, four keys. Mm. Sounds like a uh, two Ronnie sketch. Um, <laughs> what are they all for? Uh, front door. Yeah. Uh, other front door. Okay, la di da. Imagine. Right. Servant's entrance. <laughs> no, two locks on the same door. Of course. Uh, my office. This, this is London, Simon. <laughs> yeah, this is right, London. Yeah. My office. Yeah. Uh, can you show me what the other key is? What did? Hold on. Uh, I don't know. Oh, I do know. Uh, store cupboard okay. at the office. Interesting. Uh, What's in the store cupboard? Loads of VR. Cool. Uh, and then you've got one of these fake pound coins to put in shopping trolleys. I have. Don't you tight so and so. It's for the gym. It's for the lockers at the gym because they're everyone active. That's they what don't, it says. They don't take um, pound coins anymore, do they? Oh no, because they change. Pound coins change. Yeah. So you have to buy a fake pound coin to go in. The... Is that right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you've I don't been go to the, the gym. If you've been to the gym anytime recently, which I have not. Cashless society, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I have one of those. Okay. It's Good. been through the washing machine. That's why it's rusted. Yeah. Any more questions? No, I think that covers it at the moment. Someone told me not Absolutely. to use uh, metal USB sticks like that because apparently PCs often fry them. Do they? With um. They get burnt. What, um, yeah. what sort of capacity is it? I think it is well. What, I think what you're rocking. I know it's 16 gig, but I don't. Ugh. I don't understand how to format them, so it's actually about three. Okay. Yeah. Right. Anyway, we're one life left. We're a radio show about video games and, and key rings. <laughs> if you want to write in and let us know what's on your key ring, team at onelifeleft.com. We'll come to the letters shortly, of which we have a few. Thank you very much. But before we do that, sorry to keep you waiting, Holly. It's all right. Normally... Got to learn a load about the news of what's going on in video games. Normally we've got a guest on and off by now, haven't we? Mm. We're running late. Getting in a taxi home, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> As uh, provided on their rider. <laughs> getting in a limo home. <laughs> That's... Thank you for coming in. Uh, who are you? Who are you? Why, why are you on the show? <laughs> I'm a game designer. Okay. I'm half of a tiny company called Matheson Marco, which I run with my friend Sophie. Great. So, uh, just, uh, before we get on to Art Deck, tell us the sort of stuff that you've done before. Well, why, we... why would I have thought you'd been on the show before? <laughs> um, we do games that have some sort of physical element generally so sometimes those are digital sometimes they're physical like installations in public squares and games at festivals and things like that and we also run an event called now play this which is a festival of experimental games at somerset house which, which we you mentioned all the time a couple of weeks back mm. and like you couldn't remember the names of any of no. the games no. i am happy to fill those in good they were geoguessr Lost Wage Rampage and Dobbertone. That's in reverse order. So if people oh, want to go back, save that and edit it in. I like, I like, I like this. A guest coming on to correct our it's previous good, mistakes. That's great, isn't it? Anything else to add? I'm Anything pretty sure I'm pronouncing Dobbertone wrong. But it's made by two Argentinian developers. We'll and whenever an English person we'll said Dobbertone, we'll get someone else on in a few weeks' time so, to come and tell yeah, us how to pronounce it. They're great. It. Get them and, and they'll okay. tell you. <laughs> I always look at what you're doing with Envy, Holly. I do. You're always doing interesting stuff. It's very good fun, yeah. It's the sort of stuff where you explain at a party and people ask you sidelong questions right. about how is that your real job and are you lying? Okay. <laughs> are you lying? Is it your real job? No. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So tell us about Art Deck. Art Deck is a card game where you have a, a hand of cards that have fragments of instructions on them for, for drawing things like draw circles or draw another player or in red, or half off the page and half on the page, or while looking into another player's eyes, or with your eyes closed, or changing hands you're drawing with any time someone claps, or something okay. like that. You take turns to put cards down and build up this instruction, and once you've done that, you follow it on one big sheet of paper in the middle of the table. So the instructions change quite slowly, you're all drawing on the same piece of paper, and it keeps going until someone decides it's art now. <laughs> then they take their sign-your-name card... And they play it and they sign their name and you shove the picture up on a wall and at the end of it you argue about whose art is best. Excellent. Hold on. One person signs their name on an art that, on, on an art that everyone's collaborated on. Ah, do you see? 
Interesting. <laughs> uh, this sounds right up my street. I cannot draw. Uh, when my son Dexter a few years ago, I remember this is what sort of really rammed it home to me. He asked me to draw. I, you know, he was much younger, so I was entertaining by drawing, and he wanted me to draw a fox, and I drew it, and he said, "It's not a fox. That's a giraffe." <laughs> <laughs> well, you definitely don't need to be able to. Part of the idea of it is that if you're terrible at drawing, it kind of gives you an excuse. Okay. Mm. Like. You might feel bad about not being able to draw a fox. You probably should be able to draw a fox. I should, shouldn't I? But, I? I can now, I tell you. But if it was draw a fox with your eyes closed yes. while checking your phone, then probably it won't look like a fox, but you don't have to feel bad about it. Right. Well, it's, uh, is it the sort of thing where the idea just struck you in its entirety? Has it gone through many iterations or stuff like that? How did, how do you, how did you bring it to, to where it is now? Well, the idea originally came from some research into like, 1960s and 70s instructional art and, and the idea of games where by playing them you recorded a, you created a record of play, which I'm not really supposed to talk about because it's so boring. Okay. Um, there's originally a commission for No Quarter, which is a thing that New York University runs where they get four game designers to make basically party games. And that was about 18 months ago, and okay. we've just been working on it on and off since then. We did, in fact, make a tiny video game version of it, just where the computer plays against itself okay. in order to generate pictures and see which cards make pictures that look good right. and which one make pictures that look terrible. So we've just got little computer whirring away in the background, generating dozens and dozens of pictures. So we can go, nope, that's a bad card, bad card. Right. You've made art video games before, haven't you? Video games about art. Yeah, yeah. I made a tiny, tiny silly game called Artners, which is a, a two-player drawing on the same screen thing. It's also a game where you're sort of creating something yeah. which you then get to sort of claim ownership of mm -hmm. as well. Um, so is this, is this uh, speaking to something inside you that wants to be an artist? Oh, interesting. I was coming back on an aeroplane recently from a festival where I'd shown a game. And because I'm not English, well, because I'm not British, I have to fill in one of those little forms every time I land that says I was born in such and such, I'm allowed to live here, this is what my job is. And I write game designer and about one time in two, the, the person at the desk is like, oh, game designer, what sort of games do you design? And I've just started saying video games because then I don't have to have a conversation when I try to justify my job. Even board games they'll then ask more questions about but video games it's like nope don't no. care great okay. go away. Um, and I briefly considered just putting an artist instead because I went oh I could be an artist. Is that one of those jobs that I, I know there are some red flags for some mm. countries yeah. that if you... Yeah I don't know I mean I bottled it in the end right. and just put game designer again and then I applied for a registered traveller thing where I pay £90 a year in order to be able to go through the electronic gates what? so I never have to Large fill in job. that form again. Right. You could... So you could either pick £90 to go through those electronic <laughs> gates or £90 for the EA's exactly VIP playing oh, games you'll be interesting. able to play Anthem yeah. three days early yeah. I mean as a game designer I don't think I'd want to encourage subscription models for games as a, a reliable way for people to get their That's games reasonable. everyone should buy their games for money individual games even if they're not going to play them good okay done um you uh, talked about some of the instructions that you've got in the game at the moment, which sounded mm -hmm. fun. Can you tell us about some that you dismissed, that or just didn't work, or or that sounded good, and then when you tried to incorporate them? Oh, interesting. The ones that are, are slightly boringly no good are things about drawing stuff small. Draw dots, draw something as small as you can. You only get 12 or 13 drawings in on a picture, usually, before someone signs it. And if you have it all small, the picture just ends up bad it can be fun to do but it's it's not the best there's one that i'm considering taking out okay. which is um Try on us. <laughs> while listing things no while describing something you fear which is is quite good fun but can yeah. turn it into slightly a therapy okay. section yeah. and i did take out while critiquing the game design <laughs> because i couldn't handle it <laughs> so now it's all it's all uh, so the cards are finalized and stuff like that you're up on kickstarter tell us about the campaign how, how did that go it's, i mean we we've, we've done kickstarters before you've done one before uh, with steve uh they're nervy things aren't they yeah yeah we're about 10 days maybe two weeks in and we were extremely lucky and got funded in about two days. So Great. It's been basically pretty relaxing compared to, okay. for example, the Cario Cards yeah. one that we I did with Steve. A, well. a couple of weeks, I think. It wasn't too bad. 
Look at his face. He's Ooh. like, no, someone got funded before I did. I mean, I just remember Two it being weeks. very stressful. And I, I remember it being stressful, less yeah. stressful yeah, yeah, So, yeah. you know, maybe I'm just less easily stressed now. So um, we, oh, go on. Sorry. So uh, with some of the uh, backing levels, mm-hmm. you uh, you can get additional packs. Can you explain some of those additional packs? Yeah, there's uh, two expansions, which are Arty and Party. Arty is for cards which basically encourage the picture to be better. And party is for the ones that are funnier. <laughs> I think I went for party. I think we went mm-hmm. for party as well. It is overwhelmingly the more popular yeah. one. Yeah, okay, good. Uh, so it's going to be fun. It's definitely happening. Yep, definitely happening. We've got a couple of stretch goals which we're sort of working our way towards, but definitely going to happen. Definitely going to be a thing. We'll send it out to people. And, and what happens then? You know, what are your aspirations for it beyond that? God, don't ask people when their aspirations <laughs> beyond the Kickstarter. Right? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to appear. You're going to, um, you know, because we had um, Beast of Balance on here, and that's gone on to become like a, an actual proper thing. And you know, they're doing different versions of it now, and all, all this sort of stuff. Are you going to be talking to shops about stocking it? And yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, we'd like it to be a, a proper thing that that people can buy, even after the Kickstarter's over. That's a thing that people can own. We've got a couple of weeks left to run, so we'll see how it goes and whether that looks feasible but we're definitely interested in making it be an object that exists out in the world great well uh, pleased to hear it's uh, it's it's definitely happening looking forward to receiving our copy uh people can obviously get on kickstarter and back it now yep yeah. yes they you can just, you can't give a url out for that really can you no, I mean, what can you go- do the Google search. Google yeah, <laughs> and it, and Kickstarter, it's, Art Deck. And it's, uh, it's funded so people know yep. that and it's a card yep. game, so it's, it's, you're not ripping anybody off. Uh, and it's, you know, so uh, did you think about doing it on Indiegogo? just taking all the money great Uh, and where can we keep up with the with the other stuff that you're doing how can we we follow your work we have a Twitter account but it's not Matheson Marco because that's too many letters we're really bad at naming stuff So it's at Math Marco. And also, Marco, you'll never be able to figure out how that's spelt from the sound of it. So, to be honest, I would just not bother. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, I'm sorry it's taking you so long to get on the show. Do keep us posted on, uh, on how it's... Because, actually, we're, we're a personal yeah. interest. Uh, looking forward to receiving it, backers. actually. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> Shall we do letters? Well, straight into letters. Well, we have to. Oh, if yeah. We're at, like, 18 minutes. Too, All right, so. cool. Go on. Oh, then. All right, here we go. So good. Yeah, do. Start with the relevant one that just came in. Okay, go on then. All right. Uh, Dear. Well, actually, it says hello. It doesn't say dear. Hello, team. Hello, SSG, writes Robert Wells. One thing I love about Art Deck is that you end up with an artifact of your game. I love the feeling of creation and the idea that something fun has led to something being made. In video games, it reminds me of Firewatch's physical photos, but also simpler things like floating points trails and the music you make in Electroplankton. What are your favourite things you've made while playing? Pip Pip Roberts. That's a good question, isn't it? Oh, I mean, I, I played, you know, I don't know if it counts, but played um, DS10 on the DS, the, uh, the Korg synth for a long time, and actually only made garbage, but really enjoyed it. And, you know, sense of productivity coming out of the back of that was good. What was that game where you wrote stories to go with pictures? Your pictures about being marooned on a planet. Oh, um, it was poetry. You meant to write poetry. Mm, it was. Yeah. Ah, oh, God. Something, someone's something gonna, lost. Someone's going to have to come on next week we'll and great. fill in that yes. gap. Yes. yes. Good. Uh, I spent too much time with the Mario Odyssey photo mode. I really, really? did take some lovely shots. Oh, nice. Yeah. What of a. I've just. Maybe Mario. (laughs) Mario on his uh, motorbike at the top of New Dong City. I was getting some really nice (laughs) sun in the background and stuff like that. Uh, I did that with Firewatch and then got them printed. Right. And they're now just sitting somewhere. (laughs) I love a game called Action Painting Pro by a guy called Ian McClarty, which was free. And you're just, it's a very, very simple pat- platformer while you're jumping around, collecting art supplies and leaving trails behind you. Mm. So eventually you jump off a platform, they disappear, and your artwork remains behind. And I'm pretty sure I've played it for substantially longer than it took Ian to make it at this point. <laughs> it was just 18 months where whenever I was stressed out, I'd just go and jump around on Action Painting Pro for nice. 10 minutes. We made some disgusting T-shirts in Jackbox, didn't we? Oh, oh we've had some of them printed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, never mind. Um, 
Shall I move on to the next one? Go on then. All right. Dear team and SSG, it's E3 week. Yay. I like uh, waking up and learning about the new pretties that will soon be joining my collection, especially if there's good stuff to download then and there in bed. This year, though, I felt a twinge of disappointment so far. Fallout Shelter on Switch hasn't quite done it for me. That said, I'm a PlayStation and Nintendo boy, so the best is hopefully yet to come. What about you lot in the studio? Is the porting of years-old mobile games to Switch a good sign or a token effort because the bigger games aren't coming? Also, what's your favourite little detail of E3 so far this year? Is Stee into Skyrim for Alexa? From what he said last week, he could play from everywhere in his house. Love and kisses, Chris Stewart. Yeah, I've got no interest in Fallout Shelter. Uh, yeah, don't don't see the point of that. So not, mm. not not interested in it at all. I never played it. So the fewer mobile games on the Switch, the better. In my there eyes. are more and more every yeah. day. Yeah. There's dozens now. So oh, you want me to do that now? No. Okay. I don't need to do that now. Okay. No. I'll do it in a bit. Uh, are we, we are we finished on this topic? Uh, what uh, what else have you? In- what are the small things at E3 that you've enjoyed? I haven't watched any of it. No, is the show even open today? Like, because the show itself hasn't started, has it? It's just press conferences. This really confused me because I looked this up last week because I was like, oh, E3's coming. I better figure out what day it starts so that I know when to start looking for news. And I was like, yeah, it starts after the show next week, so that's fine. And then suddenly... All this news. All the news happened. Uh, So, yeah, the actual show, I don't don't think it starts. Anything to add, Holly? No. No. Uh, Chris Conroy writes, Dear T-Man, SSG, I started watching Danny O'Dwyer's No Clips series on YouTube last week, starting with the making of Rocket League two-parter. The shows have plenty of first-hand interview content with the developers and are well-produced and worth watching if you like that sort of retrospective. I first came across O'Dwyer on an F1 podcast that he co-hosted rather, sorry, rather than through his work on GameSpot.com. And what with Simon Miller's wrestling and Mike Channel's motor racing, it seems there's a lot of career diversification or midlife crises, particularly amongst games journalists. What new extracurricular activities do the team and guests hope to be able to find time to pursue one day? Hold your head up. Keep your head up. Chris Conroy, sent from his HTC. Oh! <laughs> uh, we dabbled at game making, haven't we? I, I would love to be able to do that again, but I've got a Switch now. So everybody can rest easy. I'm not going to write any more terrible mobile games. Your last idea was really good. It was really good, wasn't it? What was that one? It's called 12 Seconds Ago. It was really good. Yeah, I should do it. You should. You should do it, Simon. You should. Thanks. Thanks for the encouragement, guys. Yeah, Steve, what's your your spin-off project? Spin-off project? I would like to get back into Morris Dancing. Oh, yeah, you used to enjoy that, didn't you? I used to love it. I've never really... I don't know. Um, I uh, mm, don't know. I, I've got enough hobbies. I'm totally content. What? Well, stop bullying me. Holly, is there anything you want to do outside of games? I used to do quite a lot of baking, and then I haven't for the last couple of years, largely because I've been busy and lazy. I'd like to. I just keep buying more implements for baking, like <laughs> spices that I don't quite know what to do with, or another type of cake tin that's on sale, or 3D printed icing nozzles, wow. which you can buy. And I didn't do fancy icing, even when I did do <laughs> baking, but clearly Ads have figured out that in my moments of weakness, I will buy a, a £14 thing to allow me to do some more baking in, I guess, 2023 or thereabouts. We've got one final letter. It's from Ben Hall. He says, hello team. Wouldn't Art and Deck have been a better name for Holly's game? I said earlier we're bad at names. Here's what would have been a better name. Draw your cards. Because you draw cards uh, from a pile and then you also oh, draw I get That it. is better, I actually. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. That is better. Yeah. Can we... Um, Let's do draw your cards. <laughs> no, is that... Can we just write that on the cover and go, that's what it's called? Make it a stretch I mean, goal. send me an extra £3 and I'll write it on for you. <laughs> you can just call it that now, can't you? Got lots of the art done. We've got name recognition. We've run into a load of stuff. Okay. Good. Right. Excellent. Thank you very much for your letters. Uh, please do keep them coming. Tell us what you thought of E3 when it happens, whenever it happens. We don't know. Team at onelifeleft.com. Exactly. Please.
you're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. That was amateur LSDJ. And Navel, what, what are you giggling at? Simon was very purposefully doing up his bag. Doing I up my very bag. purposefully undid my bag. I'm just putting my, putting my uh, latches away. Mm. If you want any uh, replacement latches, switch latches, I'm your man. Does that invalidate the warranty? Yep. It's invalidated anyway. It's been over a year. So oh, okay. That's fine. Uh, Marioki was last Friday. Oh, you yeah. two weren't there. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. You what seem... were we up to? No fun idea. stuff. Yeah, well, so was I. I was doing Marioki. It's yeah. always the most fun night of the month. I did feel uh, foam. Oh, no, no. FOMO is fear of missing out. What if I just missed out? YOLO. I felt, I felt, <laughs> I felt Momo. <laughs> Momo. Um, yeah, it was really good. We had some amazing new singers and some brilliant, brilliant new songs. So thank you all so much if you attended Marioki. If you didn't, don't worry. We've don't got. Worry. Don't worry. We've got some more gigs coming up. What have we got on the roster? Well, we're in Berlin uh, next week. I don't well, know whether we can talk about why we're there, but we are, we there, are there for reasons. Yeah, if you see us out there, don't ask. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, and we are back at uh, Marioki, uh, back in loading on the 13th of July. So check that's in my diary. So it's Friday the 13th. Oh, wow. Oh, should we do a spooky one? Spooky one. Should we? What are spooky songs? I don't know. No, I don't know either. Good. All right. Well, we'll see everybody there. But between mm. now and then, we've got to do the reviews, haven't we? We do. We do. We don't have much okay. time. All right. Let's get on with it. Simon. Um, I finished Yoku's Island Express. Very short game. I started playing it last Monday morning and finished it Friday evening. What is that? It's, um, it is to pinball what golf story is to golf. Okay. So you play a little dung beetle who's pushing around a ball uh, and he goes through levels that are comprised of flippers. Um, to so a ball of what? Uh, it's never explained. Well, if you're a dung beetle. Oh, yeah. What? Oh my goodness! I don't know. Maybe it was explained at the start. It was, good, it was good. It was good. Slightly too short. I felt actually. Um, it, it certainly didn't outstay its welcome, uh, but it would have been welcomed a little longer. But then, anyway, finish that. Uh, then went. I've been. I've been getting to World Cup fever. <laughs> Sorry, seven out of ten. Uh, so I've been playing the World Cup mode in FIFA on the Switch. I thought about buying that for eighteen pounds. Yeah. Should I buy it for eighteen pounds? It's fine. You know. I mean. <laughs> I, I mean. I don't understand Ultimate well, Team. Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand Ultimate Team. Uh, the, the World Cup menu is great. It's really good. It's got full presentation. I'm learning loads about when the Russian stadiums were built. Okay. This year, it seems. <laughs> Most of them. Um, it's really nice. I've been playing as England. I've been playing quite strictly. So I've been... Um, I, I've got to the World Cup final once, lost on pe- on a penalty, in-game penalty. Uh, and then I start start the competition not again. Not out-of-game penalty. Well, not. It wasn't decided by penalties at the end of a oh, draw. Oh, okay. Right? Okay, okay, okay. But uh, what I like most about it, though, is that Martin Tyler, who's the FIFA commentator, he gets to commentate on the World Cup. I bet he was having a ball because he's on Sky and Sky don't have the World Cup. Mm. He never comments oh. on these games. And so he's really enjoying himself during the, the, the commentary <laughs> of, of FIFA talking about the World Cup and all the rest of it. <laughs> when he doesn't get to do that in his day job, it's really lovely. Seven out of ten. Interesting. Steve. I've not been playing anything. That's not true. I've been playing M++, which I reviewed last week, and still think it's absolutely brilliant. I think it's the perfect platform game, 7 out of 10. And I have sti- I've got back into Picross, which I shouldn't. I did that the other week. Oh, you shouldn't I just do started. It. It's so good. I know it is. You're- I was beating all of my times. Turns out I was an idiot when I first played it. Right. And I was well, really good now. Mm, I'm, I'm back on the Picross, what's it called? Uh... Well, it used to be called Nonogram Galaxy. It's been rebranded Picross Cal- Galaxy because I guess they've decided they're not scared of Nintendo suing them. Uh, and that's on Android. And it's still exactly what it was before, which is a completely competent Picross game with puzzles hard enough to challenge me. And uh, 7 out of 10. Good. Holly, what have you been playing? I've been playing a couple of games this week. I've been playing Florence, which is a really lovely little vignette game telling tiny stories of a young woman in Melbourne and her life. It takes about 20 minutes to play, but just through teeny little mechanical interactions, highlighting different aspects of of what she's doing. Just really simple stuff like you go on a date with someone and you have to piece puzzle pieces together to say things. and, And as you get further into it, the puzzle pieces get bigger as this sort of articulation of how the conversation is flowing more smoothly. It's just really, really nicely made. I guess seven... Uh, Dream Quest as well, which is four or five years old now at this point, which is a sort of card-collecting, roguelike dungeon exploration thing, which is 
from a game design perspective, amazing. And from an art perspective, amazing in a very different way mm. in that it looks like a jumble of four different types of really terribly made art from literal stick figures to sort of weird, slightly melting Magic the Gathering card art sort of things. Uh, it's really good fun. A game seven. Is this on iOS? Yep, and I think it's on PC as well. But it's not on Android. I've just searched nah, for it. I'm mm, sorry. No. You were saying all the right things. Oh, um, me. Yes, that one. I've had loads of time, so I started playing uh, West of Loathing. Oh. Did you? Yeah. I've been put off by that by uh, by its low price. <laughs> what? Well, because it talks about it being a big involved um, role playing game, and it's nine pounds. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. you, I'm not taking it seriously enough. Well, you should. <laughs> should I? Is it good? Yes. Is it worth nine? Is it worth more than nine pounds? See, you I was put off it by by everyone liking it. Right. Yeah. And I was like, oh. that, yeah. Is it funny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I haven't played loads of it yet. Okay. I didn't realise it was mass. I didn't know that it was a big thing. I thought it was quite a short game, which is why I bought it. It's not. It's oh. a big RPG. Oh, apparently. So this is going to be your review sake. for the next yeah. year. Ugh. Um, no, sorry. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's very funny. Um, I like the art style. It's very simple and um, pretty cute. And you just walk west. Right. It's good. Right. It's good, but you generally prefer games where you go around, and that walking west is not going around. No, but I'm trying to branch out, Steve. I'm trying to broaden my horizons. Wait a second. Walking west, that would be left. Yep. That seems non-traditional for a video game. Right. Mm. I mean, left. <laughs> yeah, but it does feel weird. But then it's the whole thing sort of has like this uh, slightly off kilter feel about it, which makes sense when you're going the other way than you expect to be going mm, in a game. I see. Yeah, it's good. And uh, writing in it is very, very um, funny. And the little, some of the small characters that you meet are very um, nicely rounded off in pretty short sentences. You find out a lot of stuff about different characters in uh, different places that you visit. Mm. Yeah, 7 out of 10. Excellent. We'll keep playing for £9. Good. We're done. That's your lot. That's it. It's Good. over. Great. Sort of finished a bit early. Yeah, so AOB. <sighs> I'm so excited about tomorrow at 5 o'clock. <laughs> I really am. What I really are you hoping am. for? Yeah, what's the mo- What's Because it's. I think it's just going to be... How long is it? It's, well, uh, we, we don't know. All right, about half an hour. Okay. Half an hour, yeah. so I reckon 25 minutes of Smash Brothers then at least. Yeah, I'm not too interested in the Smash Brothers stuff, Good. obviously. Because um, you're an adult. Star Fox I'm looking forward to. Uh, will they show anything on Met- on the new Metroid Prime? Yes. <sighs> yes. Maybe they'll show another logo. Yeah, but they've said that they are only going to concentrate on games that are out this year. Okay, uh, that's... Mm, well, yeah, so they've said, you know, they said, guys... Smash Brothers is out this year, It is year, out this it? year, yeah. Are you going to buy it? No. I'm not, but I'm worried I... Well, I'm, Worried I am. Yeah, I like, exactly the same. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll see you there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll see you. I'll see you in the world championships. Uh. <laughs> we get caught up in this thing. Yeah, just to just to uh, just to be involved. Uh, yeah, it's good. So I'm looking forward to talking about that next week. Mm, and uh, we think Star Fox Racing is. I mean, I mean, I will be, but yeah. I'll be angry while I'm playing it. Well, I'm they furious. have uh, registered a new uh, patent for um, F Zero. Have they? Yes. St- just to stop us doing it. We get, we get cross. Exactly. I've heard Simon's getting back into games again. Bang him 50 quid on Indiegogo. <laughs> It'll definitely happen. Right? It'll definitely happen. Brilliant. All right. Well, I will possibly watch it. We'll oh, see. Five o'clock tomorrow. Five o'clock. You'll be playing Fortnite. At six o'clock. Yeah, yeah, we'll see be. See you there. Yeah. All right. Great. Thank you for coming in, Holly. Yeah, thanks so thanks much, Holly. Thanks for having Holly. me. Uh, uh, anytime. Yeah, literally we'll anytime. We'll give you the keys. Take the we'll keys. Take the keys. Come on, we on. Good. Good. Otherwise, we'll all be back next week. Yes. Yeah. But we'll be different people. Everything will have changed. Exactly. See you then. Bye. See you, bye. <laughs>